Warning, Geesebumps is a comedy podcast based on the works of R.L. Stein. Any similarity to an actual literature podcast is coincidental and unintentional. He's a dentist's nightmare. Tough. That's Freddie Martinez and his friend Kara. They're not afraid of anything. But that was before they went exploring in Freddie's basement. Before they found the secret room. Before they found the bottle of vampire breath. Poor Freddie and Kara. They should have never opened that bottle of vampire breath. Because now there's a vampire in Freddy's basement. And he's very, very thirsty. I'm sorry, what was the opening sentence? Yeah. Did you say dentist nightmare? He's a dentist nightmare, followed by the word tough. This this is the problem. Even the back of the book has a couple of non-sequiturs in it. <laughs> Goosebumps. Hey, did you mean Goosebumps podcast? My name is Danielle. I have a PhD. My name is Jojo and I have a PhD. My name is Jeff. And at this point, if you're searching up Goosebumps, you got to be looking for us. We know you didn't mean to look up Goosebumps. So I don't know if our title is entirely accurate anymore. No. Are you proposing a rebranding? Ah, you know what? Facebook is rebranding. Why can't we? Facebook's in the news again, yeah. Have you seen this? Have you read about this? I've, I, weirdly, sadly, I have heard of Facebook, but I don't know what you're talking about. They're changing, they're changing the name. Have you read about this? Have you seen this? They're changing the name of, uh, of, uh. Facebooks? Facebooks. Face, Facebook to something else. My my hope is they change it to Skynet yeah, or, or Abstergo. Propaganda machine. Bring back Friendster. Bring back Friendster. Bring back Friendster. Yeah. Now's the time. My my hope is Facebook is going to to shed all of their social mores. They're gonna pull the mask off, and wouldn't you know it? It was old man Carruthers the whole time trying to keep us away from his uranium mine. I thought it was a ghost hunting me and my friends, chasing us through all these doors and hallways. But all this time, it was just this old man who was trying to keep the deed to the land. That old man. We did did that thing where we'd go in one door and show up in another door. And then Facebook would go in a door and it would show up in a different door. And we did that a while until finally we walked, we backed out of two doors opposite each other. And then bumped into each other, turned around, and one of us screamed. And also the Harlem Globetrotters were there. Guys, what do we read for today's episode of Geesebumps, the Digimane Goosebumps podcast, soon to be rebranded as Facebook, the podcast? Facebook. You know what? Can't we rename ourselves <laughs> Facebook, the podcast? It'll be available. They're going yeah. to lose their handle. We <laughs> could get <laughs> Facebook.com probably on the cheap. I'm pretty sure Mark is trying to unload it. What stupid book did we read today? This book was called Vampire Vampire Breath. Breath. Vampire Breath. 
Get, get, fucking, you got me, Danielle. Yeah. Goosebumps number 49. Vampire's Breath. Is it Vampire no. Breath or Vampire? No, not breath? possessive, you fool. Oh, no. Vampire Breath, the proper noun, as the brand. I, as if I saw it on a store shelf and I was going to purchase some. Yeah. Yes, if you went to the Walgreens or and there it was. Or if you bought two of them, you know how it's like attorneys at law? Mm-hmm. It's like vampires. Vampires at breath. breath. <laughs> vampires at breath. This is a, uh, a, a, and as I said to Jeffrey, Twitter Jeffrey, earlier, a return to form. Yes. For for Mr. Bob, for Mr. Bobby Law, as I call him. <laughs> Who's who's brave? Jeff, are you brave? Are you Jeff? The president's daughter has been kidnapped. The only way we can bring them back is if someone's a bad enough dude to give us a synopsis of of vampire breath. All right, here we go. On the start of watch. Ready? Go. All right, this book stars two seemingly horny as shit 12-year-olds. Oh, the sexual tension. Uh, Freddie and Kara, who they... Freddie is open, it opens up with Freddie babysitting uh, neighbor's kid Tyler Brown, and that is just not in the book for any particular reason. Uh, he's babysitting Tyler Brown. Him and Kara are best friends because they're so tough. They just beat each other up all the time and are constantly wrestling. And while they're wrestling in Freddie's basement, they find a hidden door, which leads them through a very long hallway into a room where there is a coffin. The coffin is empty. And they open the coffin up, however, that instead of being just empty, it actually has a bottle in it. And they open the bottle by accident. The bottle fills the room full of stinky farts. It's a stinky fart cloud that fills the entire room up, apparently. And then when it dissipates, there's a vampire sitting in the coffin. The vampire's very thirsty. He's like, ah, I'm going to Time. Get- oh, shit. Danielle, why don't you... Uh- why don't you pick up the slack? Pick up the slack where Jeff left off. Okay. Go. Vampire appears in coffin. Vampire has no teeth. Uh, vampire is also old man. Bald old man. And they're like, oh, fuck, it's a vampire. Except I don't know how we know that because he doesn't have fangs, but whatever. <laughs> and then he's like, oh, where's shit? Fuck, where's my, where's my fucking fangs? I lost them. And, and I, need, I need you to spread more fart for me to find my fangs. I know that doesn't make any sense, but that's what we're working with. And so they do, they dump out more fart. Uh, and then, but instead of him getting his fangs, they go back in time because also makes sense. And they're back in time in his castle on a cliff. So, uh, and then they're being chased by a, a scary, adorable little Kirsten Dunst vampire. And then they try to escape and, uh, and, but he falls off the cliff and the, the man, the man, the man, man bat grabs him and takes him back and then things and then the parents time. Damn. Right, Jojo, you're going to have to wrap it up from there. Then, I guess. <laughs> okay. This book, where that, um, this book I, that I read in 20 minutes. <laughs> I can't summarize, I can't summarize it. it in a, a 20th of the time. So everyone, everyone is pretty much getting it just about right. Thank you. They, they, they were teleported back in time by a vampire who had a jug of breath because apparently blood blood is good, but it's the breath you it's want. It's the breath that you gotta keep. And uh, it allows them to travel through time. And so they travel back forward in time. They're back in their basement. Uh, and they're, because they, uh, it was like the Goonies, right? Like, oh, it's a secret vampire thing. And then the vampire comes back with them to the basement. And then uh, the two kids walk out and then their parents are there and they're like, Oh, hi, Pops. Your teeth are upstairs. <laughs> and as it turns out, his whole family's vampires. And there's this a secret bathroom they have that has all kinds of monster secretion. 
then the girl pours werewolf sweat on herself and turns into a werewolf. I guess. And that's the end. I guess. A vampire's breath. This was a, a, a fucking <laughs> raucous. It's a nonstop ride of nothing. It sure is. It is uh, just, I, I, I just, I, I don't. You both, Danielle likes it. Okay. Well, it's it's one of those ones where it's like, is it about anything? Right. No, no this is a perfectly passable, like, C plus. C plus goosebumps. Like, I'm not in love with it. I'm not super mad at it's it. It's inoffensive for the it, most yes. part. It is. And you know what? It has, like, a an adventure with vampires and castles and, you Very know. Very little yeah. vampire things happening, though. Like Danielle said earlier in her synopsis, <laughs> there's no reason for them to be like, this guy's a vampire, aside from the fact that he's in a coffin. You know who else is in coffins? Dead people. Dead people. <laughs> I could go into a coffin if I want. <laughs> and the, does that make you a vampire? Yeah, I guess. Bobby Law does by it. This, by this book's logic. By the book's logic, it does, it does make you a vampire. We can't deny that. No matter how hard we try, and we tried very, very hard. I, I didn't like this book because it didn't know how to end, <laughs> and yeah. it just and and like it was very much. We all, I think, were thinking that it was um, Mr. Mortman. What's the book? What's the name yeah. of that one? Uh, girl who cried monster. Girl who cried monster. A lot of lot of girl who cried monster trappings in yes. this one, especially just mostly for the ending. This is like a faded, like a like a pair of jeans that's called. The uh, girl who cried monster that have been washed a lot. This is this is you know what girl who cried monster was season two community and this is season four when Dan Harmon left and they tried to do they tried to do oh, a sort yeah. of another version of girl they who did, cried but monster. He, he came back for season five. Came, we all yeah, know this. Didn't, is true. Five. didn't really rectify the wrong, but it's okay. Didn't rectify the wrong, but you know what, Danielle, you can't fix problems. No. You can only go forward. You yeah. take what you can get. That's why I leave Picture all my problems them. behind me and I keep making more. They power me forward. Yeah. They propel me into the future. I live by two rules. No regrets and no spell check. Yeah. And no fear. So. No egrets and, and no spell check. No egrets, no spell check. Yeah. I don't like them big weird birds. Yeah. No. It can't be trusted. No. So this, th- this book I read, I think I read this as fast as I could. But like I... I as I said earlier to y'all, this book, it's much akin to the book that we just read, the previous episode, which is Legend of the Lost Legend. It's just one seamless take. Yes. It's a one camera. They it's did it in one take. hallway shot from Daredevil. <laughs> they did it in one take. Yeah. It is. It is. There's no, like, it doesn't take place over a span of, like, a week or a few days. It It's just, like, the books, like, the start and the end, total span of time that took place in this book was like half an hour, maybe. There's yeah. no, there's no, uh, it's sort of like a bottle episode. Yeah, yes, very <laughs> much. Because <laughs> get so. it? Because the bottle, it just says it's a yeah, bottle. Yeah, because vampire breath oh, and bottle. Because oh. the va- that's right. That's, <laughs> that is a thing I just did. God, you're just um, nailing it. I love it. Yeah, because it's it's the two kids. It's Count Nightwing. Yes. yes. Also, P.S. Also, P.S. His, his name is Count, Count Nightwing. Nightwing. His and name he... is Count Nightwing. There is a girl, a 12-year-old girl named Gwendolyn. Yeah. That we don't understand. I thought oh. it was going to be the mom as a girl once you figure... Uh, and we're getting into specifics. The, yeah, we, yeah. Can, we'll, we can deal do, with that. Does, but... Now, do any Steins have anything to say about this? Yeah, pipe up. I don't. No. I mean, I have... Sort of. I mean, if, well, is this Stein going to be focused? Now, is if we bring Arl Stein out of retirement for this, 
And Danielle is the person who has to leave the room for R.L. Stein to speak. Will Normally the R.L. Stein that comes in is decidedly unfocused on theme when, when discussing a Goosebumps book, which is sort of the entire point of that segment. Will will this R.L. Stein that that visits us be hyper focused on sexual elements, deviancy? Yes. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> I don't know about this. I, I could I could do another one. But it's, it's, go, it's gonna fun. it's gonna be a, it, it's gonna be a no from me, Doc. <laughs> like, you know what? You know what? Here's what I'm gonna say. Here's here's a fun treat for the listeners. I'm going to say yes. Let's bring that R.L. Stein in. And I'm going to leave this part in. So if you don't hear an R.L. Stein after this sentence, <laughs> you're going to know that whatever it is that R.L. decided to, to tell us about this book was not good. Was not okay to be in not okay. Episode. Yeah. was not good enough. God, you guys are prudes. Hey, 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 Danielle. Hey, Danielle. So, get out. No, fine. Get out! Yeah, no, go. I sort of heard the mailman. They delivered your uh, your Playboys and your Hustler magazines, which I know you love. You deep. I do. I do. Give me the. Good Can you get those stuff. delivered to you still? Or are they all digital now? They're all digital now, Jeff. Oh. Them them boobies is carbon neutral, <laughs> <laughs> except for the servers, which but you know. Yeah. Whatever. Well, no, their boobies are on the cloud. Cloud boobies. That's what I'm talking about. Uh. Okay. I'm gonna go. All right. Bye, Daniel. Bye. All right. I feel like I feel like I'm getting us into some sort of pickle right now. Mm-hmm. You are getting us into quite the uh, preserved veggie. Yeah. Hello. I'm hearing. It's interesting. I'm hearing knocking, but I'm hearing it more from actually the room next to me as opposed to on the mic. The door. <laughs> yeah, that's interesting. Oh, uh, God. Hold on. The mailman must have a package to deliver. Let me go open this up. That's the sound of a door opening. Got your package, mister. I'm sorry. You're not our mailman. If it isn't, Robert Lawrence Stein once again. Also not my name, and you know that. What's your name? What's your name this time? What's your name this time? Regal Latex. Regal Latex sounds like a nice condom brand, like a very fancy... It's my plan B. It's my fallback in case this whole Goosebumps thing doesn't work and I'm going to start condoms. Or it's the condom brand that I see at the gas station. It's actually a type of interior paint. Oh. <laughs> so, Regal Latex, we read your book, uh, Vampire's Breath. Oh. Vampired Breath. Yes, yes. Uh, can you tell us what this, uh, what this whole thing was about? I can. I can do that, yes. You see... <clears throat> sweet, sweet, ignorant babies. This book, I can't believe you didn't see it, mm -hmm. is about impotence. Oh. Yes. Okay. I don't know anything about that. I don't know anything about that. It's hugely <laughs> virile. <laughs> <laughs> Incredibly virile over here. <laughs> I would describe myself as full of juices. Please continue. I have an old man who lacks his fangs. <laughs> Quote, unquote. Mm. Quote, unquote. Quote, unquote. A unquote. vampire with no fangs. The ra the ravages of age. Yes. Right. Yes. And you so know. he can't... Ta time makes fools of us all. Time takes away all of our fangs, a.k.a. penises. Yes. It makes them fall off. <laughs> <laughs> really? I'm not that old yet. Really? It, you'll get there. Okay. 
And you may have uh, not remarked, but uh, the vampires are, in terms of who they are uh, tempted to eat, very heteronormative. Old man vampire, once young girl. Young girl vampire, once young boy. Oh. Yeah. True. Yeah. So you see, uh, the the old man vampire, his virility, a.k.a. fangs, have been taken from him by his children, by his progeny, and hidden away. Because you know what? Have you heard of a little thing called an Oedipus complex? Uh... I have heard of that, yes. I have searched that on Pornhub, yes. Ah, uh, yes. So, so, who's the... Stu, these... Who's the, who's the dead dad in this one? Old man vampire has been vanquished by his, uh, probably son, because we're so heteronormative, uh, and uh, who has taken his fangs and put them in a faraway bathroom in a faraway time. So that old man vampire is left to die. Alone. Impotent. Sad. Is that what that's about? <laughs> is, that, is that what happened? And so, you know, old man vampire tries to punish them because fuck them. Doesn't succeed because he has no fangs, but the, there's the, the will is there. Mm-hmm. The will for vengeance is there. He is the knight. He is the he is Count Nightwing. Night ah. Yes. That's, I, didn't, I did catch that one. Yes. 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 So, yep. I was just uh, having a particularly bad day that day. And <laughs> just kind of just kind of exploring. And, and you're kind of just exploring the space here. Just kind of like working out what it could be. You ever try to work out a concept and you're just like, whoa, I just wrote a book. <laughs> All the time. It's my job. <laughs> just accidentally wrote this book when I was I was exploring the space, and now I wrote this now book. Now I'm here. It's children. It's wrote, Started from page one. Now I'm here. <laughs> here you go, children. It's the whole crew here. So you so so RL, regal yeah. latex, yeah. Um, which is soft and ribbed for my pleasure. Mm-hmm. It's interior paint. <laughs> ribbed for your pleasure as well. Yeah. I like a little texture on the wall. I don't like that textured look. I like the. I, like I don't that. like the popcorn ceiling. But you either. like the way it feels, Joe. You like the way it feels. I you do know. like picking off that popcorn ceiling. Yeah. I'm not going to lie about that. So uh, a story about um, age taking away from us that which we held so dear, our virility. Yes. RL, I'm going to say thank you, and I'm going to say just because you're going to cause Jojo to start bleeding out of his ears. <laughs> I am bleeding, yes. I am. I got a lot of blood up in there. We, we appreciate what you've brought to the table. I am going to ask you to take it with you when you go. <laughs> take it? I'll have to reattach it, but okay. Get it out yeah, of here. Get it out of here. Get your fangs out of my face if you know what I'm talking about. Oh, I do. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I love you, RL. Happy Halloween. <laughs> Happy, Happy Halloween. Ha- it is the season. So let's, let's just, before, before, we, before we get in there, because I will say, our good buddy, Regal Late. Is Daniel back, by the Daniel's way? Back. I'm yeah. back. I'm here. Okay. You didn't hear this, but that guy said a bunch of buck wild shit while you were gone. He does do that. One, one of them being the ordinately oedipal structure that he tried to introduce. 
into vampires. Sure, sure. Into vampires' breath. Yeah. Which I find curious, uh, because there's there's it. Let me just say, for how little you need to have for books. Right, right, yeah. The amount that wasn't in this one is almost staggering. There is, there is. There's so little in this. Like, there's so, there's so, hang on. I just want to, I just want to. have a list of the things that's in here, and it's less than four. 28 chapters. We, we have not had a Goosebumps book that's broken 30, but 28. Not a lot is in here. Legend of the Lost Legend was a postmodern exploration, right? This yes. is modernism. This is, this is just art pared down to its most basic components and just presented to you like... This is art. Look, if if Legend of the Lost Legend was a David Lynch yes. film, this, this is, is a, Brett Ratner. Yes. Yeah, I'll take that, yeah. This is a Brett Ratner a Brett joint. Ratner. It is shallow. Yes. It has an ending that is sort of the dumb, you could have guessed it ending, but it wouldn't have made sense. No, you wouldn't have guessed it because, yeah, it wouldn't have made sense. But, like, you could be like, oh, it's going to be like he's a vampire. Like, that. it's it's a very, like, tropey ending. And and maybe just kind of, like, to reiterate, like, the book is kids find vampire. Kids get get sent back in time to vampire's castle. By vampire kids, breath. By vampire breath. Kids get kind of chased around. By vampire breath. By vampire. <laughs> kids are looking for vampire breath to go back to their time. Kids go back to their time with vampire. Kids find out vampire is grandpa. Yep. Like that's, that's the whole, that's every part of the book. The book is literally them looking for a bottle of smelly farts for mm -hmm. Probably like 15 chapters. But in a haunted vampire castle. Is it haunted though? Haunted. It's not haunted if there's vampires in it. There you don't need haunting if there's vampires. Not true. So this this book, I, I feel like was constantly, it was tiring to me because it was trying to present an, uh, a feeling of danger. <laughs> but it's hard to me, it's hard for me to feel like a sense of danger when your main antagonist can't do anything to hurt you. <laughs> Can't do anything to hurt You're you. You're being chased by an old ass dickless, dickless vampire. Dickless vampire. Yes. Yes. Like yes. Bro, come on. Bro. Yeah. But let's so let's let's kind of let's just before we've never done this. Mm -hmm. But let's just take stock of the things this book has in it. Okay. okay. I'm gonna pull up a, a notepad. What are, what are the things? What are the things that a vampire story should have? Um, let's start with old ass vampire. Okay, classic sure. vampire persona. Old ass vampire. Right. We got coffin. Nosferatu looking ass vampire. Right. Yeah, old ass spooky. I'm gonna put. I'm gonna just put down. I'm gonna put down not hot. Yeah, very vampire. pretty, pretty gnarly. Old ass vampire. Not hot vampire. Shitty. We got that vampire. Shitty looking vampire. Got Lord it. of the vampire. Shitty looking vampire. Now, now, now. Do, now that most vampire stories also have like a hot vampire, do they have that in this? The little no. girl. The, the closest they, they have is the little girl. <laughs> little little girl vampire. <laughs> they make it a point to to describe every other vampire as literally about to fall apart 
Yeah. Physically. <laughs> yeah, they make her out like she's not a vampire, but then actually she is. When Danielle pointed out that this was a Kirsten Dunst kind of vampire. This was a Kirsten Dunst joint. This yeah. was a, I, I feel like he watched Interview with a Vampire and was just like. A thousand percent. Kirsten Dunst was a little girl he vampire. very well might have. Yeah. I mean, it's got those <laughs> fingerprints all over it, man. It, it's, it's, here's the, well, I think it's, it's just also the characters. You have your two main characters, Kara and Freddy. You have Grandpa Vampire. You have assortment of other vampires that are there, kind of. And then you have Girl there. Yeah. And those are your main players in the story as, as a whole. Don't parents at parents at the end. Yeah. And also Tyler Brown and his, his parents and at the Tyler beginning. Tyler Brown, who is always denoted by his full name. Yep, Tyler Brown. Okay, so we have... We have classic old shitty vampire. Right. We've got Coffin. We've got Girl. We've got allegedly not cute vampire. Uh, okay. We've got Coffin. Yep. We got Coffins. We've got. Uh, we got. You have a castle. There, Ancient castle on the castle. Side. There is. There is no blood. Spooky castle. No. No blood though, which is wild. There is breath. Right. There is only only G-rated substances or G-rated substances. Bats. We've got bats. We've got There's bats, bats around. Uh, we've got we've got that classic got, vampire element of time travel. Time travel, we have, as you we have do. time travel. Yes, vampires we have time travel. Can time travel? <laughs> did you not know? But well, let me let me let me change this. They can time travel, but at normal speed and only forward. Yes. This is bi-directional, bi-directional, non-paradox, and also somehow haphazard and yeah. unintentional. Haphazard. Uh, so that's inconsistent right. time travel. We got, we got, uh, I'm just going to put down Goonies ass opening. Yep. Got very Goonies. Got that got creepy hit, hidden door, hidden door hidden chamber, H hidden door chamber. So vampire things have like, you know, like a, a, a seduction sequence. Do we have those? Yeah, there here? was that because the kids were quote unquote hip. Kara was hypnotized. Yeah, he hypnotized her. And, Kara was hypnotized. And little girl hypnotized Freddy. Yep. And girl hip and girl hypnotized Frederick. They they do float, ish. Oh right, right, right. They hover. They hover. Yeah. <laughs> they can also fly, but when they're bats. Yeah, they fly when they're bats. They hover. They fly slash hover. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Basically vampire-like. They hiss. Movements. They hiss, mm -hmm. which is a thing that vampires shouldn't do. They're thirsty. They want blood. Yeah. Thirsty, want blood. Uh, thirsty, so want blood. Thirsty. So and that's, that's good. That's kind of all the vampire stuff in it. It's all yeah. the vampire stuff in there's here. There's nothing about how to kill them, so there's, there's no, no... There's no There's no killing them. Mm -mm. No killing. No stakes. Assumedly, no they don't like sunlight, but they don't really like... It doesn't come up. The whole thing, I guess, takes place at night. Yeah. So, so it's fine. All yeah, it takes place over the course of a single night. Single night. No hunting. Nope. Nope. No stalking. No, uh, no stakes. <laughs> <laughs> of either kind. Because because uh, the because the story is boring. Exactly. Because there's nothing to lose here. Okay. So Jojo, you got your list of things that are vampire. I got my list of. I got my list of things. Now should we should we start making a list of the other shit that yes. they threw in yeah, here? What's the, other, what's the other shit? shit? What's the other shit we got in vampire here? Vampire Breath. Uh, we, got, we got Vampire Breath, which is what's kind of in a dual category. That's good. What else it's, we got? It's sort of like and, I, and just to be clear, the Vampire Breath in this is some sort of chemical weapon. Yes. <laughs> it's some kind of biological weapon that uh, time travels you. Yeah. Um, we've got um, 
What else do we got? Werewolf we got sweat. Werewolf sweat. We have the idea of of there being, as you said earlier, secretions from monsters Monster being bottled for other purposes. Yes. Uh, we've got a lot of rough housing. A lot rough of housing, wrestling. A lot of rough housing. Yeah. A lot of wrestling. A lot of, a lot of uh, tickling. A lot of mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. a lot of the 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 gestures of these characters are sort of um, uh, not consistent. Yes. Uh, with with who they are. They are well. There's they are. It is hard to tell what they are or who they are. They're not wimps. They're cool, and they are tough kids. That's they're right. neither wimps nor cool. <laughs> they tell us that they are tough. So you got babysitting. They, they babysit. Mm-hmm. They. So uh, this now neither of them were related to the kid they were babysitting. It was just two stranger kids taking care of a third. Yep. <laughs> yeah, and and the kid does not come back after the. Oh, oh no! Does not There's come no back. Point. There is absolutely no need for that kid. Well, I'll just put down pointless babysitting yeah. series section. Um. We've got we've got air hockey. <laughs> We've got a basement again adorned with tons of toys for them to play with. Basement. A secret door. A secret door we could say is pretty. That's kind of genre. That's genre. That's in in fiction. That's genre. Uh, We have Ohio. Yes. Specifically in Ohio, as always. Well known for vampires. I believe the castle is in Ohio. It is. On a cliff. On a cliff. In Ohio. Cliff in Ohio. Yeah. Bottles. Lots of bottles. Lots of bottles. Lots, yeah. Lots of fancy, fancy decanters. Yeah, I can't think of any other thing. Like, I literally can't think of any other element that exists no. in this book, physical or tonally. No. Mm-hmm. Outside of what we've mentioned. Is it a, now is this a scary book? No. Nope. <laughs> it tries really, really hard. It tries super hard to make you feel like the kids are in danger when at no point are they actually in danger, except no. for when little girl... Except for little girl. She's the only only thing that could potentially harm anyone in this book. So we, you've got your list, Joe. Yes. What do you think what what are we doing with this list? So now we have our we have all we we have the we have our our our, our palette. Our scaffoldings up. Yep. Our scaffoldings up. We have this this stuff in place. We've got our shopping this, cart full this. of all the things. Our shopping carts our shopping carts ready. Right. So now R.L. Stein, he knows his way about the typewriter made of skulls. Mm-hmm. Sure. You know, Why not? We can say that. We can say that's true. I mean, I've have, I've never heard that he's not. So yeah, I have he, I have never heard that that is not true. Therefore, yeah. yes, it is. Yes, there's these. I've told you guys many times on this show. We've said he has a typewriter made of bones, and we always believe you. We all you always believe me because you can't prove me wrong. That's right. So <laughs> that's right. So why would? He do this. <laughs> <laughs> you have a typewriter made of bones. Why would you use that to, why would to he, create this? <laughs> what would what would be the intention? What would what would be what would be the logical endpoint of getting a vampire story so hilariously wrong? Well, that's the thing. Is like the opening. Okay, I I guess we can get into the text if you guys are ready. Yeah. But I was. We just, can't. Well, well. Here's the thing. Here's a, another thing that I think is important to recognize. Yes. Vampire Breath is two books away from the postmodern fever dream that is Legend of yes. the Lost. Legend. Yes. This is. We're still in. We're still in. This is the neighborhood we're still in. Yeah. I don't know what happens between these two, but I imagine it's just as fucking wild. The like the opening I thought had potential, 
And this is when they're, they're talking to Tyler Brown. But this is the first line. When a werewolf creeps up behind you at night, he steps so silently you can't hear a thing. You don't know the werewolf is there until you feel his hot, sour breath on the back of your neck. And I was like, wow, RL's actually doing some, some, some story-ish. Yeah, and, they, and they got breath in there. They got the breath in there. I was like, like hey, Ooh. okay. And, and, and you're like, you're like, this is seeding something where like later on, they're going to get spooked by something that's going to be behind them. And, and then, gonna... and then it was like the werewolf's breath freezes you. I was like, okay, well that's new. So that's an interesting take on werewolves. They can breathe on you to freeze you. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm intrigued. And then they're like, oh, P.S., that was just a kid's story. And now let's get into this bullshit that has nothing interesting. I think I, 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 so so as far as being a scary story, which it opens up with them scaring a kid and you like. It does open up with them scaring a kid. And you're like, okay, like this is, we've seen this before in a Goosebumps book. We've seen this before. We've seen this before in a Goosebumps. And also it's very, like, it's, it's very good. Yeah. Like that that opening part where he's scaring yeah, the kids actually works very good. Like, damn, some interesting ideas here. Setting okay. up for like you know some comeuppance. Yeah, like for the characters at some point. Every, like yeah, it's kind of from that first chapter. You're like, all right, this is spooky. We've got some yeah. we've got some meta narrative horror story. We have someone who who because they're telling horror stories, you think maybe they're a little skeptical. We've seen yeah. this character but a tur- couple of times. It turns out that it's like a cold open for a comedy sitcom where the cold open has absolutely nothing yeah. to do. Just completely different different world from the book that we ended. It's 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 a completely unrelated cold open to the story that we're about to which is called cheating. Yeah. Which is called, called cheating. cheating. I I have a couple of things. So this book is oh god. There's not much that happens in this book as we've said. Like very little happens and the things that happen just like every R.L. Uh, Stein Goosebumps book, it's the same thing over and over and over again. It's the same darn thing a couple of times, it, isn't it? It's sure it's is. them being sort of chased and the vampire being like, "I'm so thirsty. I'm so, so thirsty. thirsty. So thirsty." In there. And and that's what it is. And then they get home. So th- th- there literally is nothing. There's no change? No. There's no evolution, no development, no arc. But I, I think I had an issue at the beginning, and I'm going to go to chapter one, actually. It's four pages in chapter one. I had an issue with just these characters. Is, is it, is it their, their penchant for air hockey? It's not their penchant for air hockey. I, I, I respect them for that because it is a, air hockey is a skill-based game. Yes, it is. And getting good at it is nothing to laugh at. Oof, it is a hard game. It's a hard game to learn. Um, the main characters are Freddie and Kara, who are not related. They're just friends. P.S. Freddie, I'm assuming, has to be a reference to uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. Maybe sure. that's giving him too much credit. But And I was like, Kara, Carrie? I don't know. <laughs> Daniel's got a, a, a room with, like, the yarn. What are the, what are the, the it's, it's, it's Freddie and Kara. Kara. With a C. Kara. Yeah. Okay. It's pretty so, close to Carrie. Yeah, pretty close to Carrie. Pretty close to Carrie. The these characters at the very beginning were introduced to them, and it doesn't take long for us to really learn exactly what their deal is. And what their deal is is that they're so fucking tough. Oh yeah. The whole book keeps telling you about pretty how, tough they are. How pretty tough, tough they are. yo. Tough these kids are. Fucking tough. Here's some like, re- they fight. Here's yeah. a fist fight. Here's yeah. here's what here's a little thing. It's chapter one. It's like four pages in. I don't know the exact page because this is a PDF. <laughs> He's like, we've been friends ever since I beat her up in fourth grade. 
Yes, page three. Freddy. She tells everyone that she beat me up in fourth grade. It's a lie. Want to know how tough we are? <laughs> we like it when our teacher speaks the chalk against the chalkboard. That's tough. They're basically young Buffy. Yes. yes. They're, you know. they're, they're trying to make these kids so... They're young vampire hunters. They're young yeah. vampire they have all hunters. The, they have everything in place to be hunters of the vampire. They sure do. And, they have the stuff. Yeah. And, the, I just, and the way that they continually exemplify their toughness yes. is to make stupid decisions in the face of danger, yes. but also to just show that they have no problem beating the fucking shit out of oh, each other yeah. 24-7. Like, like linebackers slam each other. They There's so many words. There are more words in this book like given to describing how these two are just manhandling each other yes, as opposed to like describing the vampire shit. I mean... Mm -hmm. They say our air hockey games usually end in wrestling matches. Yeah. Just so, like, I mean, that's, that's air hockey. It brings out the beast in most brings people. out the horny beast. <laughs> I'm surprised RL didn't go into the horniness of this book. Did not get into all the horniness. <laughs> it was there. the thwarted horniness. Thwarted. Thorniness. 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 Yeah. Yes. This book is full of these two 12 year old kids. Literally like just a chapter upon chapter of them just wrestling and slamming each other into the ground and slamming each other into the wall. And balling their fists and throwing them. Yep. Yeah, it's it's so, the physicality of these two characters, it's so weird because nothing happens with it. They don't physically fight anything in the book. No, and like, can we just, can I just read a little bit just to show? Yeah, where, where, of, where are we in the text, Danielle? For me, this is the second page of chapter two. This is like. Okay, uh, give me one second. Small ways there. into chapter two. two. That's pay, uh, chapter two. Um, yeah. Starts so, on page six. Uh, so what do you got for us? He's back from karate because, again, he tough. To he's tough. <laughs> Gotta fight vampires we didn't that. put karate on the list. Fuck. Oh, shit. Uh, oh, hang on. I'll, hang on. Just give me a second. Put it put it in there. There. He's basically Van Helsing at this point. Yes. He's karate. They both are. And oh, okay. uh, he does a little uh, move on her and she's like, oh, that fucking hurt. And he was like, ah, no, it didn't. And... She lost her balance. Uh, okay. When she bent over to rub her ankle, I shoved her into the wall. I meant it as a joke. I was just goofing, but I guess I don't know my own strength. She lost her balance and slammed hard into an antique china cabinet filled with old dishes. The dishes rattled and shook, but nothing broke. And then, of course, they fucking wrestle more and then they eventually do knock the cabinet over and break everything. They did break Their it. rough housing opened up the doorway. It sure did. Okay. They are fine, by the way. Yeah, they're fine. I forgot. You're right. They, the, the violence is the key that unlocks the vampire adventure. Yeah, so I pulled the puck from her hand and it went flying across the room. With a loud karate cry, I swung free of her. Give us what that sounds like, Danielle, in your head. Yeah. <laughs> That's karate. <laughs> well, it might be yeah. jiu-jitsu. The jury's out. Uh, please go ahead, Danielle. Although when I was in karate, it was kiai, but whatever. Kiai! Yeah. It was kiai. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we were both laughing so hard, we could barely move. I'm bleeding. <laughs> I'm bleeding out of all of my orifices, and I can't move because all my limbs are broken. But Kara took a running start and plowed into me <laughs> once again. doesn't fucking stop. This time, she sent me sailing back. Back. I lost my balance. My hand shot up as I crashed into the side of the tall china cabinet. Whoa. 
I landed hard. My back smashed into the wooden cabinet's side, and the whole cabinet toppled over. I heard the Page crash of broken nine. plates. Page nine. This is a pretty wild scene. Yeah. A second later, I fell on top of the cabinet, sprawling helplessly on my back. Like a turtle. Like a turtle. Like a turtle would. Yep. An unstoppable turtle who can take no damage. <laughs> yeah, this is a pre pretty explosive opening. Yeah, not holding back. Now, and now here's what's here's what's great though. Here's what's great though. And this is this is you know. And, and here's the thing, right? We're still in a vampire story. <laughs> in case you forgot. At this at this point. Yeah. Still, it's like ten pages in. Still five, a vampire like, You know, story. Maybe, maybe like three chapters in. Yep. We're still in a vampire story. Yep. They find the coffin. Oh no, what's a coffin doing here? You know, it's a vampire story. You don't need to worry about that too much yet. And then we get to page 20, page the 25th, which is like a, you know, a bit into chapter six. This is when they're looking into the coffin. They see that it's, you know, it's empty. It's nice looking. Inside. Oh yeah, it's, it's got nice like looking. purple lining. Velvet interior is Very beautiful. nice. Plush. Well made. Handcrafted in America. Handcrafted Italian uh, leather. <laughs> Italian um, in America. Yes. And uh, they find this bottle with a glass stopper, and they pick it up, and and Kara shakes it, and she's like, "It's empty." And uh, and then homeboy goes, he yells, "This an empty bottle inside a coffin? <laughs> Definitely weird!" I cried. Yes. Who could have left it? It's not the kind of level of affect that should be displayed. No. And then Kara says, hey, there's a label. I'm assuming in English. Can you read it? She asked. She raised the blue bottle to my face. She can't read it. No. Why could he read it? I held my light steady. Oh, that's fine. He had the light. And finally managed to make out the words. He can read secret vampire language and she can't. Oh. Yeah. And he, and, and he, uh, he goes, vampire breath. <laughs> and she's like. Huh. Yeah, like the rest, everyone being like, "What? What? Imagine did you say, did you say vampire breath?" And then he nods. Mm -hmm. That's what it says. Mm -hmm. And she goes, "But what could that be?" <laughs> yes, indeed. What sir. is vampire breath? Break it down for he, me. And then he goes, "I don't know. <laughs> I've never seen it advertised on TV." Ah. To which Kara responds, doesn't respond actually. She just goes. Kara didn't laugh at my joke. What a dickhead. What a dick. Now, now, now allow me, now allow me mm -hmm. to posit a, th a theory. Okay. What if, what if yes. this is the most important section of this entire book? I could buy that. Explain. What if, okay, okay. Talk, teach me like I'm a dum-dum. So... Listen, ba babies, <laughs> beautiful babies, sweet, ignorant, beautiful babies. What do y'all, what do y'all kids know about the concept of schizoanalysis? <laughs> Finally, my day has come. Which, which, which would have been, which would have been something that could, that was on R.L. Stein shelf for at this point maybe twelve years. I could see that. Yeah, I'll I'll I'll, I'll go with you. I'm with you. Schizoanalysis. Do you have an idea what that might be, Jeff? Uh, I mean, I I'm not going to ask Danielle because she obviously knows. 
I yeah, she obviously knows. <laughs> obviously, uh, you didn't see it, but so, uh, subconsciously, Danielle was like, "All right, phew." Yep. I did a little like, okay. <laughs> Don't have to deal with this one. I mean, I am just a simple community college graduate. You but are I, just a simple community college associate. But I, I will say that I, I know that I feel like I had a class and I, I had some notes written down and I think it's a, it's a transcendental and materialist analysis dealing with <laughs> real and yet non-figurative aspects yes, of the you unconscious. Did. You got to Wikipedia just in time. <laughs> I gave our listeners. I don't even know what that time. means, though. I read it out loud. I'm just like, I don't know what the fuck. I mean, that it just means. sounds like like meta. Sounds sounds like techno babble to me. Sounds like techno babble. But it was developed by philosopher uh, Giles Deleuze and psychoanalyst. Oh, Felix it's Deleuze. Oh, why didn't you just say mm-hmm. that? You know, just, I'm sorry. <laughs> My bad. It first expanded in their book Anti Oedipus. Duh. Yes, Anti Oedipus. Yeah. Now I'm going to close the Wikipedia on my <laughs> side because I don't really need training wheels for this. So, yes, there's no significance in that reference or in the fact that Danielle brought, sorry, Our regal latex. Yes. I don't know why I get those two. I confused. don't either. Brought and it it's up. Frankly offensive. In our, in our discussion uh, earlier. Right. Now, yep. the concept of schizoanalysis is it's a resistance to reducing a complex work to something simplistic, which is what the Oedipal complex is. It is a simple reductive baseline to which a lot of psychoanalysis can be returned to. It is a, it is what we would call a starting point, a starting condition that will dramatically change everything as you go along, right? So if the idea being, if you think about something in the context of the Oedipal complex, well, you've kind of shut yourself off from a lot of the things that it could also be. Yes. Because you're starting from a very particular point of Do you not know Freud? I, uh, dog? Dog. That's his whole premise. Dog, I do, I do be knowing Freud, dog. It all reduces down, motherfucker. But this, but 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 Danielle, so, this is the point. Get to it. It doesn't <laughs> reduce down. This, this is actually a book that completely, like, almost. Does intentionally <laughs> overcomplicate the concept. It, it no. It it shifts it shifts the it shifts one thing. It changes one little thing about what we would expect of a vampire story. Yeah. Which is instead of the vampire giving a shit about blood, it cares about breath. Yes. What does that mean? We don't really know. Where does it come from? I have no idea. I don't even think they explain it. They just kind of have. Yeah, it. no. It's like, well, you have. You're a vampire. Why can't you just breathe in a bottle and then? But 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 you can't. But you can't breathe in a bottle. Can I? Can I? T- can I just really quickly cite exactly what Count Nightwing says? Vampire's breath is. And oh yes, does. please do. Yes, we're gonna be jumping around a little bit in this one because I guarantee you, it really doesn't matter what happens in this book. No, anymore. it doesn't. Very the little. synopsis is all you really needed to know. There's not a lot of interesting stuff in here. Well, let me let me just briefly read the description 
So they popped open this bottle and the thick mist rose oh, up. Oh, this is this is this is after this is um This is a physical description of what happens when the bottle opens. Yeah, this is this is chapter seven, page twenty eight. This is a cool description of the vampire breath in action. Yes. The thick rose the thick rose up like a geyser. <laughs> the thick mist rose up like a geyser, chilly and wet. Ew. I felt it float against my face. Ooh. I groaned when its sour smell reached my no- my my nostrils. <laughs> my nose. Shit. My nostrils. My nostrils. I staggered back, choking. I started to gag. I thrashed both hands wildly, trying to brush the mist away. <laughs> Yuck! Kara cried, making a sick face. She pressed her fingers over her nose. It stinks! The sickening fog swept around us. In seconds, the mist billowed all over the room. I, I can't breathe, I guess. Can't breathe. I couldn't see either. The fog blocked the light from our flashlights. Oh, Kara groaned. It smells so bad. My eyes burned. I could taste the sour fog on my tongue. I felt sick. My stomach gurgled. My throat tightened. It's a lot of words describing a reaction to this. A lot of gag description. Uh, Struggling not to gag, I shoved the stopper into the top of the bottle, and then they continued to gag. (laughs) <laughs> it's, it went on for a few more pages. The, the gagging continues. This shit is fucking potent. It is. It's, it's intense. And it, it, it's bad. Yeah. It stinks. Mm-hmm. It is not like some sort. It's not carbon monoxide where it's, you know, it's odorless and it's tasteless. It's in there. No, it's in there. You can definitely odorize it and taste it. Yeah. And then later, because Nightwing's all about this. He loves this. He loves this 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 stink. He loves this stink mm-hmm. mist. And then later, uh, this is the part that Jeff you wanted to get to. It's in chapter sixteen, page sixty three. The description of what it do. Yeah, what it do. So what it what it do, Jeff? So what it do? Everything. Nightwing <laughs> <Allison Gatewing> shouted. <laughs> vampire breath does everything for a vampire. First of all, think of this in a Billy Mays voice. Vampire breath does everything for a vampire. It allows you to travel in time. It can You're gonna ma- love my nuts. <laughs> it can make us invisible and reappear again. It keeps our skin smooth and it clear. Makes us fly. It gives us energy. It helps us sleep. It keeps our bones from drying into powder. It freshens our breath. This sounds fake and bullshit. <laughs> like someone, like like RL had this concept, and then halfway into it, he was just like, "Fuck, but, fuck but it." But hold on, hold fuck on, off. hold on, hold on. Let's see where he takes this because yeah. the next in the next couple <laughs> sentences, because this is this is important as well. In the next couple sentences, Kara says, "But how?" Will this help you find your fangs? So that's, and we didn't discuss that distinctly, is the, he wants yes. the vampire breath. He doesn't have fangs, and he's looking yes. for vampire breath. He wants the vampire breath to help him remember where he put his fangs so that he can put his fangs in his mouth but and what's, then suck But what's blood. confusing, what's confusing is the way that this is phrased doesn't make sense because okay. it says that the fangs are not something that's a part of him. Right. right. Because the next thing he goes is, Vampire breath restores the memory. Mm-hmm. When you live for hundreds of years, it's hard to remember things. Then you, the reader, go, what the fuck are we talking about? <laughs> and then you look back at the book and he says, the vampire breath will help me remember where I put my fangs. This is Mr. Magoo's vampire adventure. This is 
This is so far from what you would expect or what you would believe a vampire story would be. It's, it's, it's literally like the, this most basic trope is missing from this. And, and, and in, in its place is a bottle of substance that is nebulous and all-powerful. It's a MacGuffin. It's this book's MacGuffin. The whole thing is whatever what you needed to do, it will do for you. He tries to rewrite the concept of vampire in the dumbest way possible. But Jeff, but Jeff, but Jeff, hold on, hold on. Okay, hold on. Let's go back to page twenty-five for a oh, second. Oh, back in time. Okay. Can we got everyone uncork your vampire's <laughs> breath. Sniff, <laughs> sniff this JoJo breath, and let's hop back there. Smells like farts. Page 25, when we are still, as far as we know, in an actual vampire story, <laughs> we get the following statement. Yes. What is vampire breath beats me. I've never seen it advertised on TV. <laughs> so, Jeff, the idea of rewriting a vampire story implies that there is something like essential about that which there isn't. This is just as valid a vampire story yes. as ones with blood. That's right. Because maybe they, those stories got it wrong. Those stories got it wrong. We, you, this book started us in a place, uh -huh. by the way, uh -huh. this is irrelevant as to whether or not this book is good. It's not a good book. <laughs> We're talking a lot about it like it's worth the time. Yeah, it's, it's not. not. No, like it's this not. is, listen, this is bad. This is a bad book. It's not interesting. <laughs> But it's doing stuff. It is. It is doing things. Just like Legend of the Lost Legend. Legend of the Lost Legend, not a good book. Interesting, but not good. This is the same deal. There's, there's, there's this idea of what a vampire story should be. And we know what it is because it has been. It, we, we've experienced it all over the place. It has been advertised. Yeah, we know what they it say is. that actually the kids say earlier on, like we've watched TV shows and movies with vampires in them. And we laughed at the idea of actually here. Let me read that specific line, because now that you're saying all this other shit. Now you oh, can see the genius. And the the subversion. Gen now you're seeing now you're seeing the vampire's yeah. body without organs. Now it's like, aha. <laughs> first page of chapter 10. They, 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 they see the vampire for the first time. I don't scare easily, and neither does Kara. We watched 100 vampire movies on TV. We laugh at them, but we think the idea of a guy with fangs who flies around drinking human blood is funny. They think it's funny. The concept... They think it's funny, ha-ha! Carl Stein is saying that the, the, the OG concept of a vampire is, is, out, is overplayed. Okay, here, listen. He's saying that the OG concept of vampire has been defanged. Oh! By oh, pop culture. Fuck. Fuck. Oh fuck! These kids wouldn't be afraid of an OG vampire, but one that has fucking vampire breath. Yeah, that's whole that's different that's thing. putting a, a, the game. It's it's a new. But layer. not only that, not only would they not be afraid of it, we the reader would not even accept. We're unwilling <laughs> to accept the idea of a vamp of a defanged vampire, yes. and more importantly, that the vampire never had fangs. Yes. I thought the that I thought that he was going to regrow them or something when the when the vampire and, breath and, popped and out. And what? And Jeff, why did you think that? Because the idea of the fact that he just took them out and is an old man is does it? <laughs> that doesn't fucking jive with what you think a vampire is supposed sure to do. Does it? No. I no. mean, nope. and this is what he. This is what 
RL has done for us. Mm -hmm. This is what he's done for us. He's sort of taken the idea of a vampire story. Blah, 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 boring, boring. He's kind of, he's tweaked one little thing. Just as important to the the human, instead of blood, we're talking about breath. You need breath. Yeah. You need gotta breath, have breath. Just like you need blood. Yeah. Just like you need blood. Yeah. You know? And he does, they talk a lot about having the breath knocked out of them in the beginning. There's a lot of breath getting knocked out of yeah, them. Yeah, breath is important, yeah. not just to vampires, but to people. And thematically. Yeah. How many times does breath get knocked a out of people? A lot, actually. In this story? Like three or four times, I think, they knock the breath yeah. out of Let's, each other. Yeah. Um, here we go. Uh, chapter one. I tickled him until he couldn't breathe. Oh, okay. Um, blah, blah, blah. Chapter one. Um, Sarah breath on the neck, werewolf's breath, etc. Dude. I tickled him couldn't, couldn't this breathe. This is changing everything. I rolled away gasping for air. Did you have the breath? Did you ever have the breath knocked out of you? It's not a good feeling. Do we have any like any any ones later in the book? Like like maybe pa- past chapter like twelve or thirteen. Let's see, seven, nine, ten, twelve. Um, it took a deep breath. The bottle of vampire breath. See, a lot of vampire breath is the thing that it, it tends yes. to kind of go with after that. Uh, the sickening odor made me gasp, then hold my breath. So the beginning is establishing that not only is breath precious because it can be taken from you, but also that that taking someone's breath is a power move. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's and also it's like it's a commodity. Yes. It's a thing that allows you to sort of exist within the world as a as a as a subject. You kind of need breath. You kind of need breath to have subjectivity in this. Do you want to know how many times the word breath is used in the book? You better say 69. You're it's 70. Wow. But if we take away the title, if we take away the title page. 69. Okay. 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 Now that's good. Now that's good. Now that's very good. In the story itself, they use the word breath 69, 69 times. times. 69 times. Are we, can we be done talking about this book now? I think we can be done. Why not? Thank you to the band Dog Party for the use of our theme song, Bad Dream, off of the album Hit and Run. It's a wonderful song by a wonderful band. You can check them out at dogpartylive.com and dogparty.bandcamp.com. Geese Bumps is one piece of comedy content from the Mom Hat comedy crew. You can check out all the cool things we do at mom-hat.com. That's mom-hat.com. Calm. The next episode of Geesebumps officially is meant to come out uh, November 3rd, but given that this is the month of Spooptober, maybe we'll find some time to do something before then to celebrate the holiday. We'll try. Yeah. We did, I think we did last year. Did we? We Well, last year we were young and full of piss and vinegar. I remember last year we did uh, Haunted Mask 1. Yeah, we did. We did a couple around that time, so we'll try and do yeah, the same so maybe we'll thing. try to do something else, something fun. Yeah. Danielle, is there anything you would like to say? So there was this one time. Um, it, was, it was Halloween. And it was, I would argue, my, my most successful Halloween. Because I actually got to rent a costume instead of like, you know, cobbling together some combination of ratty clothes and, and terrible makeup. I got to like rent a legit costume. And it was made of suede. And it was a hippie costume, so it was fringe with suede. And it came with these John Lennon sunglasses and a big old peace sign necklace. And I was killing it. And I knew I was killing it because I went to a party with my friends. It was a church party. And there were lots of church people there. 
and they thought I looked great. And one of them flirted with me. I won't say who. I won't say where. I won't say when. I won't say how. So leave us a review. And preferably candy. Um, if you want my address, I will give you my candy address. Don't. Can, no. It's a P.O. box. Uh, Calm down. Mm, uh, Send me all your candy. Don't flirt with my girlfriend. <laughs> the one who sends me the best candy wins a prize. You'll be her new boyfriend. Yep. Mm-hmm. All right, Danielle, since it is that time, yes. could you read for us that final passage? I sh- sure can. This is them in the bathroom. Kara grabs the bottle. Give it back, I cried. I shoved her. She shoved me back. She turned the glass bottle in her hand and read the name on the label to me. Werewolf sweat. Kara, put it back, I ordered. No, really, put it back. Leave it alone, Kara. Don't open it. Don't. She teased me. Grinning, she pretended to pull off the top. No, I cried. I swiped at it, tried to pull it from her hand, but I missed and tugged off the top instead. Whoa, Kara cried out as the yellow liquid squirted over both of us. <coughs> I, rolled my, <coughs> I rolled my eyes. Well, now what? I cried. Now what do you think is going to happen? Kara replied. The end. The end. My name is Jojo, and I have a PhD. My name is Danielle, and I have a PhD. My name is Jeff, and I'm so thirsty. So thirsty. So thirsty. So thirsty. You added another one like that. I did. But it's relevant for this one. Yeah. This has been Geesebumps, apparently a hack. (laughs) Did you mean Goosebumps podcast? And until next time, stay out of the basement. Just like somebody I used to know.